Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What, 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 what? Oh, my God. Yeah. Happy, happy hour, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what? We're going to save democracy and have fun while we're doing it, bitches. That's what we're doing. Hal Sparks is on this. Come on. He just blows the roof off the sucker every time he's in here. Yep. We, uh, uh, L.A. Sexy Liberal just went on sale to save democracy tour yep. right before uh, the big uh, midterms, maybe the last midterms, yes, the end yes. of democracy. Tickets available at sexyliberal.com. There you go. Uh, hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Jan Schakowsky, the rocking congresswoman, who obviously has been the star of Chicago Sexy Liberal and just a general congressional rock star. Yes. The rocking congresswoman from the great. She's been fighting the fight for women's rights for since forever. And uh, she's still one of our fiercest warriors out there, yeah, I'm telling you. Absolutely. Um, and that's why I, I'm not down with the Democrat bashing, right? It's, it's when you have the Jan Schakowskis and a lot of the great fighters we have out there, we just got to get more of them. Yep. That's what these midterms are about. We got to get more Jan Schakowskis in there. And if we could make more House Sparks, it would be too much for the ladies. <laughs> that would be a lot of hair. It would be a lot of sexy. <laughs> I mean, the original is so sexy, the OG sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's been a tough week yeah. telling you. For, uh, well, not looking at YouTube, but people with vaginas, it's been a very long week. So pour a drink and let the happy hour just wash over. Yes, this is pro-vagina happy hour. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nishwa. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have. Whatever you need. Vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free. Whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? 
and the Coast Guard. We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Oh, make, make, uh, make me your imagine make, a world. Make me your yeah. broodmare. Make me. Your broodmare. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, imagine a world if you can, where uh, women uh, desire to have sex with the men in their lives, and if they choose to have a child, it's a positive act, what? as opposed to some sort of what? weird matrix meets uh, m- like milking machine. Yeah. Meets auto hatch aliens to uh, hive uh, where the queen is chained up and and pumping eggs out into a giant uh, landmass. Oh, it's um, funny, huh? Listen, mm. you were saying yes in a brief uh, regarding abortion. Supreme Court Justices Amy Coney Barrett and Alito's draft said the U.S. needs a quote domestic supply of infants to meet the needs mm-hmm. of parents seeking to adopt. And you said, what did I tell you? Brood mares for the state. Yes. Yay! Right. Here yes. we are. I, I, yeah, it's almost as if you and I and people uh, on your show have been warning people for years that this was coming uh-huh. and that taking your foot off the gas every other election just for the heck of it has consequences yeah. long term. And oh, it's never gonna. But uh, but uh, oh, Democrats yeah. are using social issues again to try and drive voters to the polls when the only thing they have to show for their economic message is 3.6 percent unemployment, constant r- wages mm-hmm. rising, um, a, a cap on uh, petroleum products, and a, and an yeah. infusion in infrastructure that will lead us to a, yeah. towards a smart grid of renewables. Yeah, we, I mean, what else have we got to sell? We played your joke. We played your joke in that promo about our friends yes. that vote every other whatever. Yep. This is I've been saying all morning they play the long game they didn't get what they wanted roe v wade overturned for nope. 30 years this was methodical. and they still turn out in every election oh yeah oh yeah and i you know and i i was in a back and forth just this very morning about like democrats have control of the whole thing why don't they just okay first of all uh, we don't because we have reconciliation level control in the senate which is where legislation goes to die and if you want policy to be able to be done without say the filibuster or something like that and you're and we can't trust that everybody's going to show up to vote if that were to happen. Let's say they blew up the filibuster, stop this, that that wouldn't drive more Republicans to the polls this fall than Democrats who would just go, well, it's handled then. They filibustered it and it was done. You know, they ended the filibuster. They fixed it. It's done. And I don't even have to vote this year. And then the Republicans take it over. The filibuster is gone for all policy issues. And they just start going, all right, well, this and this and just every kid gets an automatic weapon the minute they're born. But, you know, like. That that yeah. is yeah. my biggest concern with all of this is this kind of just like constant letting off the brakes. We have 48 elected senators. Now, and I don't mean with mansion and cinema. I mean, legitimately, yeah. including all Democrats. We have 48 elected. We have t- we have two independents of caucus with us, Bernie Sanders and Angus King. That's what gives us 50. Kamala Harris gives us 51. We used to have 60. Yeah. The Republicans already have a five to six seat lead because of red states that have fewer, you know, uh, po- the population smaller than Santa Monica. And yeah. yet they get two senators. We're already ice skating uphill against that part of it. But we used to actually have enough to overturn the filibuster in this situation. And what happened? Was it their voters that shut us down? No, it was our voters that let our foot off the gas and went, well, it has butter emails and I da, da, da. and so I give no quarter to that kind of nonsense. We yeah. have to, it's full pr- court press from yeah. now on. Yep. Stop with the toddlerness. Yes. Um, 
I, uh, you, it's not like they're not giving us <laughs> enough midterm gifts. Uh, Matt Gates tweeted, how many of the uh, women rallying against overturning Roe are overeducated, underloved millennials who sadly return from protests to lonely microwave dinners with their cats and no bumble matches? And yeah. you said, sounds like a winning message for the midterms. You should run with it. I doubt women yeah. are going to turn out much at all anyway. And hey, 17-year-olds can't vote anyway. Am I right? See how yeah. you do See how you do on Twitter, Hell Sparks. See, uh, yeah, I, I, got, I got good long game on Twitter. That's for sure. Um, and, and, you know, again, uh, Matt Gates has nothing to lose in this particular circumstance. The more minors, the better in his uh, estimation. Yeah. But yeah, you have to, this is, this is structurally important. You do not give any ground to these folks. And this is, if anybody needed a final lesson about, well, it may be, uh, da, 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 the, as far as voting for Republicans is, uh, you know, it's like, well, does it really matter? It's two legs in the same pair of pants. We have a two-party system, but they're basically the same. And the establishment, the corporate den, yeah. the blah, blah, blah. Oh. All those talking points put us exactly right here. Yep, yep, yep. And I have to say, we've just been talking about Dr. Oz. First of all, one of the reasons he got booed yesterday <laughs> at a rally for him, headlined uh-huh. by Trump, mm-hmm. is he's a doctor. He's on record as saying it's not even close to a heartbeat. It's six weeks old and how pro-choice he was. Like, I think voters oh, yeah. recognize a fraud, whether it's and I think that's why J.D. Vance is going to lose, too. They're frauds. They don't yeah, but believe you say it. it like a, you say it like it's a bad thing on their side. Yeah. You know, right. it's why they're right. it's why they're leading in their primaries. But their primaries are like five deep. It's yep. just like when Trump. You know, there was like a 17 person field. So, of course, he got to edge himself to 21 percent and everybody else was at 14 or 12. And that somehow made him look like the obvious choice. Meanwhile, uh, Tim Ryan got 69 percent of the Democrats going to win. Yes. Yes, he is. I believe win the seat. He's going to he won the primary. And the the vote, the the road to the Senate goes through Ohio. Um, But just real quick, you tweeted about Dr. Oz. You said Dr. Oz didn't vote in the U.S. election because uh, it. But he did vote right. in Turkey and then lie right. about it. The yep. only thing that can make him more perfect for the GOP is if he voted twice. I mean, it is hilarious. Every time they found, find vote fraud, it's a guy in the villages killed his yes. wife and voted for Trump twice. Right. <laughs> well, you're conflating those stories. They, they spread that out. They, it was just old people who thought they had the right to vote twice because right. tw- Trump was just that good. And then the dude that murdered his wife and voted right. in her stead for Trump while pretending to be looking at her. It was like he Trump locked up the Scott Peterson vote last time. I mean, if you're going to narrow your demographics, that's the, um, that's the one he went for, and he nailed it. Someone named Lana, who is a Trumper, I guess, tweeted, uh, huge news, we pray it's so accurate, between Monday uh, the 2nd of May and Thursday the 5th of May, there's uh, expected to be a removal <laughs> right. of Joe Biden and a return of Trump to the— Oh, we missed that already. Right. And a return of Trump to the U.S. presidency. Uh, this is big, high level. And you said, ma'am, Trump is an admitted sexual predator. Also, this is a Wendy's. Okay. That's funny. <laughs> this is— there, I, I will sometimes go on, like, QAnon bug hunts on my show, you know, at infotainmentwars.com. We don't need the documents. We have memory. And uh, <laughs> and I, lately I fell, I fell down this brand-new QAnon rabbit hole where they, the best thing is that they're fighting right now, and this will be great as it plays out over the course of the election, that they cannot decide whether or not it's JFK wearing a skin of him mm-hmm. or JFK Jr. wearing a skin of Trump um, or... Uh, Trump has clone body doubles because they he he's too busy doing so much good like fighting child traffickers with a machine gun uh-huh. on the Mexican border. Uh-huh. 
and he's still actually president. This is my favorite part. Everything sucks. The country's going to hell. It's terrible. Nothing works. But Trump is still president and really pulling all the strings. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Fantastic. I don't know how you don't turn blue and fall over with those thoughts. Right. Like punching each and, other in your head. And as you uh, tweeted, Biden boom continues unabated. Uh, yes. Jobs numbers, uh, 3.6 unemployment. Yep. I, you know, what did they always say? It's the economy. jobs. 300,000 more jobs than expected last yeah. month, real yes. r- wages rising. And the only thing propping up inflation right now is supply shock. It is not monetary s- inflation. That is not what we're going through. We didn't print a bunch of money, which is a bunch of garbage. Everybody tells you when they want to rein in spending, when it's the Republicans running, they want to play Santa Claus when they're in charge and Grinch when they're out. This is all about oil prices world over. It has been for the last three inflation cycles. It was before 2008. This is garbage, and I challenge anyone to push back on this. Anybody. And those supply chain issues will be taken care of uh, as soon as uh, we dead inside white ladies get making more babies. Yeah, exactly. The supply chain issues are right. The new American factories. Yeah. Kevin in D.C. real quick. You're on with Hal Sparks. Go ahead. Yeah, good morning. I, I learned when I was young. You know, I only needed to learn a lesson once. Like, I noticed that women didn't respond to cat calls. Not one of them said, yes, baby, come behind this. Yes, I will come home with you directly. Where do you live? Yes. Yeah, let's do all those (laughs) things. So, uh, by the same token, (laughs) by the same token, why some of your, especially Stephanie, some of your female brethren, many of them happen to be white, Mm. haven't learned that pouting, because you did get your pony, as how indicated a few moments ago, doesn't yep. work. I, back in 2010, when I was a fundraiser, I would have told grown-ass adults, I know that Obama didn't give you your pony, but if you, you see how uh, obstructionist they are as a minority party, what do you think is going to happen if they take the majority? That's true. And of course, Not just did. a Obama pony. Obama had to fight them. Not just a That's pony. Right. The pony right. needs to fart glitter. Yes. Um, also, uh, by the way, the uh, you know while Obama was giving you the ACA and salvaging the world economy, yes, um, yeah, in the process, everybody else was saying, well, it, you know, the the ACA is popular now, but wasn't at the time. This is why this the origin of how I ended up on your show, Steph, was talking about the ACA back in yeah. the day, yeah, and and ultimately. The, the the story behind it all was that it was unpopular. It was underwater. You know why it was underwater? Because half the people didn't like it because it didn't go far enough. Right. That's not underwater. And- that's that's eighty percent of the people going, We like this. We just think it could do more. And yeah. and Obama going, Yeah, I agree. But we need to elect people more that people. will help me get this done. Yeah. Yes. You know how supportive we were of John Fugel saying always saying we need to hold Obama's feet to the fire. Uh huh. Yes, I I often enjoy uh, torture analogies when it comes to uh, to the first black president. Well, I, um, but people people do how want to get in the time machine. I've heard like, oh, when we had Obama had the majority, we should have codified Roe. Well, you know, we didn't mm-hmm. know there was going to be this level of bullshittery. Like we thought right. there'd be normal Supreme Court nomination processes and other things. We, we also right. expected the, that this Democratic wave wouldn't ebb as quickly and as lazily as it did. Right. Um, and, and since it was established law, everybody who was coming before the court, especially at that time, before Trump got in and it was basically too late because people were like, ah, I don't know, Hillary is a six of one half dozen of another. The number of civilian deaths from drone strikes went up 80% during the first year of the Trump administration and equaled the same amount of people killed, collateral damage, civilians killed in the entire eight years that Obama was president. 
including when the firing policy hadn't yeah. yet been changed and also, when he came in. Now, at that time, you and I were big anti-Iraq war people. And back right. then, we were comparing drone strikes to taking out entire city blocks in shock and awe and this completely right. unnecessary war in Iraq. You know, I mean, yes, just, anyway. exactly. So, the, you know, the, the standard and, and the other thing is the standard going forward, if you're going to if, if you're going to finally if people are going to finally admit that you just don't give quarter to Republicans in this way by just giving up your vote, either by yeah. uh, a protest vote. I'm sorry if they're not going to win. It's not the adult choice. Fall in love and fall in line yeah. is the only way you're going to stop these folks. Yeah. And and it, it's why it's the only reason we needed the Lincoln Project and people like Steve Schmidt to ultimately come to the rescue of the of Democratic messaging going into 2020 and be a part of the team yeah. is because we hadn't already established um, uh, you know, and and codified our own hold on the Senate and the House the way we should have. Yeah. The Senate's always going to be hard um, and we have to act like. It. Yep. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Rockin' Congresswoman from the great state of Illinois. Good morning, Representative Schakowsky. Jan Schakowsky is here. Good morning. Good morning, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me back. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um, that was a human person, man, comparing uh, women to sea turtles. Did you hear that one yesterday? Oh, but you know, um, that's how they think. Oh. That's a, the equivalence. And they want to put us in the same category so that they can control our bodies. But you know what? Women are not going back. Yeah. Women are not going to go back into second-class status in this country. No, you, we're not. You said it perfectly uh, yesterday on Twitter, Representative. You said Roe was not the start of abortions. It was the end of women dying from them. We must right. and we will fight back with everything we've got. The Senate must end the filibuster and codify Roe into law. You probably heard Mitch McConnell yesterday. I, it, we knew this would happen. He was sort of hinting they'll blow up the filibuster to pass a nationwide ban on abortion. What They're just do, getting started. Yeah. What What do we do about this? I, I mean, I, I don't know what you do when you have a problem that consists of Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. That's the reason we can't change the filibuster. Because we have the vote coming up this year, November 2022, we can change everything. Yeah. It's about getting people out to vote. The reason that we're in the situation that we're in is because we lost an election and the, uh, and the Republicans would 
and did do anything they could to themselves um, uh, eliminate the filibuster so that they could stop the, uh, the so that they could allow for the these rogue members of the uh, Supreme Court to get appointed. We need to vote. Everybody needs to vote. This Member has to Remember when they told us we were overreacting in 2016, Representative? Remember that? When we were hysterical about... But this is what it's come down to now. Everything we've been warning about. I mean, Mitch McConnell absolutely can and will blow up the filibuster to put a nationwide ban on abortion. And yes, it, and if we get... But if we get a blue tsunami and more senators in, we will blow up... The, we could get rid of the filibuster and codify Roe, right? That's how stark it is. It's this close, Stephanie. People... You know what our biggest obstacle is? That people are skeptical that we can win. And I want to tell you, aside from you, there's a lot of pundits who are saying, oh, you know, it looks like it is likely that the Republicans will win and they'll take. No. These are the people who told us that Barack Hussein Obama couldn't be president or that Hillary Clinton was a slam dunk or that we couldn't get two Democratic senators um, you know, and we got uh, in Georgia. A, a, a black minister and a Jew as a United yeah. States Democratic United States senator. We can do this. And it's not just women that are going to come out, although the vast majority of Americans, period, do not think that a role should be overturned, that abortion rights should be made illegal. Yeah. I mean, the vast majority. I just saw some polling today. It's like uh, 80%, 90% of Democrats and 85% of independents and 53% of Republicans. Come on. Yeah. It's about getting people out to vote. Yeah. No, and I was saying someone tweeted yesterday that they talked to their Republicans' friends who said, I've had enough. We've had enough. We're voting blue. It, don't underestimate that. Each and every one of us talks to every friend, every neighbor, everybody you think would never change their minds. Now is the time, isn't it? Because as the president said yesterday, these are they're extremists, whether it's Rick Scott's, you know, plan to destroy Medicare and Social Security and raise taxes on on, uh, middle class Americans. It's everything, therefore, is extreme now. There, there is a bloodlust to make every abortion law even worse and crueler in every state even before this has happened at the Supreme Court, right? Exactly. And I'm so glad that the president mentioned that their agenda that they are determined to get passed would be bad for all Americans. Um, And we know that we can actually uh, use that to get people out to vote, and we have to. This is uh, this is a must win. This is a must win elections. And and not only uh, people will die because women will die because they don't have access to abortion. Do you think they're done with abortion rights? They're going to go after so many other basic rights, LGBTQ, same sex marriage. Who knows? They may want to go back to inter uh, racial marriage. Um, these these people are extremists. Yeah. And listen, we have to hurry because you're supposed to officiate my wedding to my future, uh, fictional future <laughs> wife that I haven't met yet. But listen, we better hurry because they're coming for LGBT rights next. You're right. Good luck with that. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks for your belief in me. Um, you, yeah, I, you know, you had a lot of great tweets. You said abortion is health care. I mean, the fact that we've just been fighting people that say wearing a piece of cloth on your face is government overreach. And, you know, having to take a vaccine in the middle of a temp pandemic is government overreach. Want to reach right into women's bedrooms and lives and wombs. I mean, how not that a big midterm message, too? Isn't this the, supposed to be the small government party? You know, I was saying my, I, I believe my dad, when he was running with Goldwater, used to say the government has one hand in everybody's pocket and the other hand in everybody's business. They used to, right? They mm-hmm. used to, that used to be what they railed against. And and I, I, I think that's something that crosses partisan lines, don't you think? And they still do. You know, freedom to carry a, a gun anywhere. Freedom to not wear a mask and if they want to expose people to uh, the pandemic. Um, freedom, you know, that those kinds of freedoms that they that they define. But when it comes to women controlling our own bodies, this is this is not just fundamental right. This is a threshold right because really, if women cannot control their bodily autonomy, then they can't even plan their lives. You cannot um, if you if you ha- can't decide whether or not to have a, a family. Um, you you cannot know your future. You cannot predict that. No, th- we, this is unacceptable. And I'm telling you, we I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but we are not going back. Yeah. And the election is the key. Yep. You well, and also as I keep saying, I, Mitch McConnell has strongly hinted, which is not a surprise, that he will blow up the filibuster. And these are the again the party represented that's been screaming states' rights. Oh, we should send this. Just about sending it back to the states. He's saying he'll blow up the filibuster basically to to make sure it's a national ban on abortion, which would override states' rights. So you and well, somebody somebody said. Uh, uh, Miss McConnell was asked where he draws his moral red lines, and you said, I'll save you time. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have any moral lines. Right? It's all about power. You remember when Barack Obama wanted to have his uh, nominee for the Supreme Court considered. Uh, Mitch McConnell said, oh, no. We have to let the people decide because it's less than a year until the election. Well, when uh, Coney Barrett was, uh, was actually finally... Uh, sworn in, the election over. Donald Trump had lost, yeah. um, and uh, he had no problem while the election was taking place to make sure that he suspended the filibuster and was able to get his nominees on this rogue, illegitimate Supreme Court, stolen Supreme Court. I mean, you know, it's interesting. Glenn Kirshner, our, our li- my legal lad, uh, you know. <sighs> It's hard to go back in time, Representative, but, you know, he was talking about when Barack Obama was denied his Supreme Court pick. It was almost a year till the election when you remember that time Mitch McConnell said it's too close to an election. So but I think he was saying I'm not even sure the legal mechanism, but that, you know, Mitch McConnell could have been, I guess, in effect, sued and, you know, to, to, you know, to perform his duties of advising consent and give Merrick Garland a hearing. Do you what do you think of that sort of thing? Should this happen in the future? Because I think we just never, I I think, envisioned this level of of, uh, I don't even know, obstructionism that Mitch McConnell has engaged in. And was there a way you think we could have forced uh, Merrick Garland to get a hearing? I think everything was tried to, to do that. Um, Mitch McConnell, who calls himself the Grim Reaper, um, he probably 
that he is willing to kill anything the House sends him. He's willing to ignore any kind of precedent. Um, he doesn't care. He will do whatever is the most uh, beneficial to his agenda, which should frighten every single American. Mm -hmm. They are just getting started here. And if uh, you know men don't think they're at risk, um, if uh, you know Republicans don't think they're at risk, rights, family decision making um, is is seriously seriously yeah. at risk. One last issue, um, Representative, because I knew you fought the good fight for so long on all these issues. You know that. Republicans are now trying to say we're the party of parents after Glenn Youngkin won. I mean, trying to ban critical race theory or mentioning that gay people exist uh, seems to be their rallying cry, these culture wars again, right? I think that's a winning issue for us, don't you? I mean, I don't think the majority of sane people and parents in this country think it's bad to teach our actual history of racism and that racism's bad and gay people exist. I don't think most people, you know are opposed to, to their children learning that, do you? Race theory isn't even a thing, um, as they characterize it. And what they want to do is deprive parents and communities from teaching history, what is real, teaching facts, because we don't want to make children feel uncomfortable about learning about the history of slavery in the United States of, of America. So, I, you know, the, the things that they want to do are taking rights away from parents. And, you know, I have a friend um, whose mother died in childbirth as, it was, as she was warned would happen. She was carrying a child. She had to have that pregnancy. Those children, her son and two little girls, were left orphans. Yeah. That family didn't have a choice to protect themselves. I'm telling you... This is something taking away rights from parents, from families, from communities to do this radical agenda. Yeah. And that's all it cares well, about. I, and I feel like you must think it's particularly ironic being from Illinois where Denny Hastert, is he still in prison for, you know, I mean, obviously involvement with underage boys. This is the party that is accusing every Democrat and, you know, any school that teaches about gay people is of grooming Right. And you've got someone in Matt Gates who's still under investigation for underage. Right. Uh, for God knows what child traffic, whatever it is. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, no, I yeah. think I think Danny, I think Danny's out of uh, out of jail. But yeah, yeah. He, he was considered Mr. Clean. Um, he was the coach. And people yeah. called him in Congress, called him coach. Well, yeah. in the meantime, yeah. those kids were being abused. Those uh, student athletes. Um, yeah. No. Look, the hypocrisy is overwhelming, but we have the opportunity. People cannot be um, discouraged from fighting, and, and, and there's a lot of negativity out there. We just have to tune out the noise yep. and get to work. Tune out and turn out. That's right. I like it. Yeah. We just wrote that. We wrote that. You and I wrote that. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right. <laughs> All right. Representative, you, uh, Jan Schakowsky, you remain the rockin' congresswoman and will always be yes. the rockin' congresswoman from the great state of Illinois. Thank you, honey. Thank you so much. I, I love you so much, Steph. Thank I you. love you back so much. All right. All right. Bye. Yay. Thank she you. She goes off to do more rockin' things. That's right. That she does.